Startups Podcast. You just need the packaging to shout off the shelf. It's a different world when you actually think about adding value. But to be able to play now is definitely going to require some new thinking out there. Hang out with us and learn how to grow your food business. Hello, and welcome to episode number 154. So this episode I've been planning for over a month now, but didn't quite have the the click, the, the light bulb go off in my head. And what have I been trying to do and finally going to share today? Well, reviewing the last 50 episodes, can I come up with a meta theme for, for success, uh, an adaptable model that can be followed, um, not just for people listening, but for my own food startup with Andy's Fruits Columbia. And for listeners that don't know, we export exotic produce from Colombia to the United States. So thinking about that, I, um, I have this wealth of knowledge here. And for each episode, I have the show notes. I have the notes I took while I was interviewing them, their bios, things I read before. I have about two to three pages assorted for each guest. And so I looked for some themes. You know, what meta themes can I come up with? And I think I found it in in three steps. So I'd like to share this methodology. And listeners who have heard a lot of podcasts as well, maybe you have a different take or perception on why a lot of the past guests have been able to build profitable, meaningful companies. But here is my take. So it comes down to three things. One, understand consumer behavior at a high level. How is this product used? the way the food is consumed, what is important, what are the values of your customers, and never lose sight of it. Um, A great example is with Basket Savings, the app for saving money on groceries. And uh, by understanding customer needs, it allows you to make a pitch to the buyer because you're going to address the why right there if you understand your customers. So I think that's number one, consumer behavior. Number two is industry awareness and getting into the brains of the buyer. Some of you may have heard my episode with Ali Ball, a former buyer who now consults with food startups. That episode can be found at foodstartupspodcast.com slash Ali, A-L-L-I. But she goes behind the, the brains of the buyer and speaking to food startups and asking them, how did you get in front of X, Y, and Z without a meeting? You know, um, there's a fearless approach, there's persistence, building relationships long-term in the industry, um, helping other food startups out, helping your distributor, making introductions, getting introduced, and not keeping score with all of this. But when you understand what motivates the buyer, and a lot of times that can be the same category sales, keeping it easy. But um, once you have a, a scope of that, you're going to continue to be able to get information because things change, categories change, the industry evolves as you see with Amazon buying Whole Foods. All right. So now that we think about understanding consumer behavior, whether you survey, you go to grocery stores and talk to people, a combination of asking customers, asking store owners, reading reviews on Amazon, whatever you need to do. But once you have a good understanding of consumer behavior and the buying behavior and the buyer's needs. Now, 
Step three, evolve the brand messaging and products based on the consumer behavior and buyer's needs. So what are some examples? Um, Maybe it can be pack size, the size of the product. I think with Busy Coffee, permitted by TSA, TSA friendly, being able to bring cold brew coffee on an airplane. That's just one of many, many examples you can hear on the podcast. And how am I going to apply this to my startup? Well, we've got overwhelming response, not just from consumers that have purchased our organic golden berries, but uh, from buyers as well. People want more organic. Our company enjoys the organic farming. It's challenging, but it's um, it's what we believe in and our values aligned. I'm, as you know, I'm a big fan of nutrition. So we are about 60% organic right now. And what I immediately see is that almost any new opportunities that we're going to get into, if it's not organic, we're probably not going to do it. So just focusing more and more on organic. It's simple. It's a simple insight, but difficult to execute like many things in the food business. All right. So listeners, please let me know what you think. You may think uh, this is oversimplified. Maybe you think it's brilliant somewhere in between. Maybe you think I'm an idiot. No problem. I'd want to hear your opinion here. But that is the meta learning after going over 150 episodes. All right. Well, think about it. Think about how it applies to your food business and feel free to contact me through the website at foodstartupspodcast.com if you want to go over the brains of the buyer in your industry, the consumer behavior, and how you're going to evolve and adapt the brand messaging and products. All right. Thanks so much for listening and see you next week. Still here? Have you ever considered coaching? Let me explain. So running my own food business and the podcast has given me a unique perspective on the industry. And as much as you can learn from the show, nothing beats personalized advice and consultation to your challenges as an entrepreneur and a food business owner. If you're interested in learning more, go to foodstartupspodcast.com slash coaching. Hey guys, thanks so much for listening. And as always, if you have any questions or comments, find us online at foodstartupspodcast.com.